I'd rather a no than a I don't know. So I'd rather walk up to somebody and say, hey, I would love to have you on my pod and for them to say, ah, versus I see someone I wanna have on my pod and I don't even give myself the opportunity to get rejected because, well, what if they say no? What if they say yes, Yeah. right? I want, if they wanna say no, let them tell me no, but I'm not gonna get back on this plane to go back to New York and think shoulda, woulda, coulda. Hello, welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams and this episode is gonna be a little different. I recently just went to Invest Fest, which is a pretty cool event. I'm gonna definitely recap it later, but I was able to get a few impromptu episodes in. So this is gonna be a three-part series. The first episode is gonna feature my good friend Marvin Fensois of the Marvin Fensois Show. Super dope guy, met him a few months back. So this is gonna be a short, little short interview. What's up everybody? I'm here with Marvin Fensois, the Marvin Fensois Show. What's, What's up, going on, man? man? What's going on, family? How are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. Yo, I met this guy in a couple months couple months back in new york okay when i met him i was like yo this is the most important person i met the whole time <laughs> i didn't know that was real until you know watching this guy work man i appreciate it man but um pretty much what i just want to ask you is just how are you growing this podcast because you're doing great you're getting people on mm -hmm. that's popping how are you growing the show so i think what i've been able to do is i'm very intentional about who i bring on so i'm looking at individuals that are established in their space and who are actually providing free value content themselves and who already have an audience themselves to come on. And I'm making sure I'm very mindful of these individuals, not only in terms of how I'm choosing them, but when they do decide, we, we do connect and I do bring them on. I actually take time to do the research on them and what they do. So that. I'm able to ask questions that they normally probably wouldn't get asked on these other platforms that they're on um, to where for them, now they're able to take an hour's worth of content, repurpose it on their channel to you know drive traffic to my page. I'm able to repurpose it on my channel to continue to build and grow my brand. And then from there, I think it's just been a trickle effect of you know these episodes that have translated really well. And then I have one guest that sees that and then they go tell two, three, four, five other of their entrepreneur friends like, yo, if you wanna do podcasts, you gotta tap in with this guy. Yeah. And those two, three, four, five people have the same experience that the first person have and they do the same thing. And it's just a snowball effect from there. So I think that's what's been able to allow me to slowly but surely build this brand to the point that it's at now. Gotcha, gotcha. And I messed up already. I didn't even introduce, let him introduce himself. It's okay. You got it on his shirt. Introduce yourself. <laughs> so my name is Marvin Francois. I'm the owner and host of the Marvin Francois Show, your number one source for all things business, finance, and investing. And essentially I sit down with a lot of high level entrepreneurs in any and all walks of business, right? Real estate, cryptos, trucking, stock options, credit, whatever you, whatever it is. And the goal for the platform is to get on these high level individuals to talk about who they are, what they do, and how other people could do the same, right? So for example, I've had people on who are tax strategists. A lot of people who watch my channel are either new or aspiring entrepreneurs who probably don't know a lot about taxes. So when I bring a tax strategist on, like a Carter Cofield, shout out to my guy, I'm sitting down and I'm asking the questions that I know a new or aspiring entrepreneur would have when it comes to businesses and taxes. When I bring on somebody who's in the real estate space, and I know I have people who are watching my channel that are aspiring to get in that space or are new to get in that space and are trying to figure things out, I want every episode that I do with any, any guest that I bring on to be a free masterclass. To where it's like, damn, I'm getting all this information. I didn't have to pay nothing to get it. Because now what starts to happen, going back to you know answering your first question, you're hooked. Because it's like, bro, I have to come back for another episode. And I gotta come back for the next episode. I gotta come back for the episode after that. So, you know, that that's essentially you know how I how I operate. And that's a little bit about myself. So yeah. Yeah, no, he does a great job. Listen, me. I'm impressed by not a lot of people. I ain't gonna lie, a lot of people don't impress me. When I go on the show, the intros is perfect. I'm like, Thank yo, you. I gotta work on the intros, yeah. charisma, yeah. 
the the topics is perfect. So how did you how did you start that? I heard you was a comedian. Is that true? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about that because yeah. your personality is Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want the full long story short or short story? Oh, uh, whatever time you got. Whatever time All right, you got. So I'll try it's a, it's a bit of a detailed so give a little bit of detail, not too much. So I come from a comedic background. So back when I was in college, well, from high school going into college, I made a lot of comedic videos online. It started to take off. I thought I was going to go to school to become a doctor. I failed my first chemistry class. I said, I'm not going to school to become a doctor. Dropped out, decided I was going to do comedy full time. And I did that from 2017 to 2020. I had a decent amount of success, but the problem was, even though my career showed one thing, my bank account was showing another. Just because the nature of the uh, the entertainment and stand-up comedian space is that it's a long grind, man. Like, And I kind of knew that, but at the time I didn't really prioritize the money because I was just having fun. Comedy was great. I was meeting all these dope people. I was traveling the country. Life was good. 2020 came and that was a pivotal moment for me, like it was for a lot of people. And essentially what happened in 2020 was that was the first time that in my career I was forced to just stop and really just look at my career for what it was. And I was like, all right, cool. This comedy thing is great, but you know, I'm my mom's firstborn, my dad's firstborn. I got a younger brother. If something happens to my dad, who's an older gentleman or my mom, who's an older gentleman, it's on me. Am I in a position right now or will I be in a position within the next two, three, four, five years to support my family along on this path that I'm on? Yeah. And when the answer to that question was anything but a yes, I said, I got to change, right? Yeah. So all of 2020, I spent that entire year going to every conference, every mastermind, every webinar, every any and everything business related where entrepreneurs were con congregating and talking about business. I went there, yeah. right? And um, through me going through that year of trying to figure out, okay, if I'm not going to do comedy, what else am I going to do? I stumbled into the world of credit. Once I got into the world of credit, I decided I was going to start my own credit company. I took the same skills that I learned from my three years of comedy to essentially take what a lot of people assume to be complex and complicated, yeah. right? The world of credit and credit repair and made it super digestible, engaging and entertaining. Mm -hmm. And from there, that allowed me to grow a YouTube channel, which fed my credit business, blew it up in the year of 2021. And I haven't looked back since. Dang, you got to shout it out, man. Take off financial. Take off financial. I ain't, I, ain't got the, I ain't got the merch on, but of course, my, my, my baby, my everything, uh, take off financial. That's my credit firm. So we serve entrepreneurs that are looking to get their business funded, um, but either have good credit and aren't able to act, don't know how to get the maximum amount of funding or have bad credit and aren't in position to get the funding. Whatever boat you fall in, that company essentially can serve you to either get your credit restored or put you in position to get the funding that your business needs. Perfect. And how did your podcast help your, your company? Yeah. So the beautiful thing about the podcast is that essentially it allows me to collect, connect, excuse me, like I said, with a lot of these high level entrepreneurs. And as I'm meeting people who are in tax or in credit or in real estate and all these different things, they each have little bits and pieces of things that I can now reincorporate back into Takeoff Financial. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. Um, one interview that I had was with a gentleman by the name of Dion Cooper. Shout out to my guy, one of the faces of a program called Metro 2. So with Dion, what happened with him was when I got connected with Dion, um, as we were growing Takeoff Financial, we got to a point where, where we were evaluating the entire business and we said, hey, um, of all the things that we have going on in our company, the one thing that needs help is our email marketing strategy. So I had reached out to Dion, who then connected me with his funnel guy, who then connected me, who the funnel guy then connected me with his email marketing specialist, who's now coming to our business and completely transform our email marketing strategy. But where did that start from? 
It started from the podcast episode, right? So podcasting, and I say this all the time, is a cheat code in so many different ways, but the biggest ways is that it allows me to expedite relationships because when you have a platform that provides values to entrepreneurs that can now come back and provide your business value, it's a win-win every time. So that's one of the many ways that it's been able to help take off financial. Perfect. And this is probably the last question because we don't got that much time. You got, listen, we try to meet other people here too. This is yes, an sir. event. So, 100%. So the last question right. is, what have you, so this is not your first InvestFest, you told me about it. So what have you learned about the, your past InvestFest makes your moves different today? So what have I learned from la the last InvestFest that allowed me to change? So to move how you, like change how you move today. Wow, great question. Um, I think the biggest thing that I learned is just the value of relationships, man. Like uh, my first InvestFest I came to that I didn't really move with a lot of intentionality. There was really no plan. I was just like, I'm coming to come, right? Um, and then when I got there, I met a few individuals, and but little did I know, those few individuals that I got connected with um, actually provided immense amounts of value to me and a lot of different things that I had going on in my business. So when I saw that over the course of the, from the last investments leading up to this next one that we're at now, I said, okay, how much more will I be able to gain? How much more will I be able to give if I come into this thing with a strategy, right? So from my last investments going to this one, I set a game plan going all the way back to me of this year and I said, I'm gonna shoot X amount of podcast episodes, I'm gonna shake Y amount of hands, and I'm gonna get Z amount of Instagram slash phone numbers, right? And now I've been able to successfully hit all of those quota marks to where I know between now and the following InvestFest coming up, I mean, if, if just one of those uh, individuals that I got connected with, I'm able to build some type of rapport or relationship with them, I know it's gonna bear fruit for me and it's gonna bear fruit for, for them. So I think that's really the biggest thing. You know, I um, they shout outs to Troy and shout outs to Rashad. They've done an amazing job bringing amazing speakers from all walks of business. But for me, you know, the information is cool, but you gotta think, man, you got multi six, seven, eight, nine figure people walking in and, in and out of the vendor marketplace. I'd be a fool not to walk up to somebody and say, hey, I would love to get you on a podcast episode, yeah. right? And I, I'll say to you what I said to everybody else in there who I saw was a little bit shy about introducing people. For me, I'd rather a no than a I don't know. So I'd rather walk up to somebody and say, hey, I would love to have you on my pod and for them to say, ah, versus I see someone I wanna have on my pod and I don't even give myself the opportunity to get rejected because, well, what if they say no? What if they say yes, Yeah. right? Yeah. I if they wanna say no, let them tell me no, but I'm not gonna get back on this plane to go back to New York and think, Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. I'm just not gonna let it happen, bro. I saw what happened in the first investor. Hey, how you doing? Well, we are doing an interview right now, but you can come <laughs> on. You no, know, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. How you doing? It's all right. You wanna give me? Yeah. There you go. There you go. You can say what's up. There you go. See relationships. There you go. Like, okay, got you, got you. Got, nice meeting y'all. Appreciate it. Oh my goodness, that is a, all right. Yeah. God, I got my have to. I'm gonna have to. This interview. Relationships. Relationships, ladies and gentlemen. Don't cut that out. Yeah, don't cut don't that out. Relationships. Um, wow. Relationships. So I rather I rather a no than an I don't know. And for me, I, man, I, I came in with that mindset and I wasn't afraid of getting rejected and I wasn't afraid of, you know, shying away because, you know, this is the biggest business conference for any black and brown entrepreneur on the face of the earth, on the face of the world, right? So for me not to prioritize that and How's take that seriously. It just, it just wouldn't be in my best interest. So I think that's the biggest thing for me, just leveraging and understanding the importance of relationships. That's it. Yeah, that's crazy. People that just passed us, I was definitely one to get in my podcast. I actually, I actually shot with him on Friday. Yeah. yeah, you just had him. So there you go. Relationship, All right, bro. so we're about, about to run to chase him down. I appreciate you. Let's go. My guy, appreciate it. Appreciate all y'all. Make sure y'all tap in my guy. He's going to be one of the best and up and coming podcasters in the space. And I'm excited to watch his growth. Perfect, perfect. We right. out. We Let's out. do it. Let's go connect. Go chase him, bro. <laughs> go get it.